In this week's parsha, Achrei Moist, we have the whole section about the void of the Kohen Gadol in the Kedush HaKadoshim on Yom Kippur. And how the Kohen Gadol had to change from one set of clothing to another set of clothing, one set of clothing that he wore a whole year round, which had some gold in it, gold threads, and there was eight garments, and another set of clothing which was white garments, only four, and that he wore when he, for the Avedis, the type of service that he had to do inside the Kodesh HaKadoshim. The Avedis that he did on Yom Kippur, which was done outside the Kodesh HaKadoshim, he wore his regular clothes, the eight, the, eight, uh, the eight garments that he wore all year round. And every time he switched from one set of garments to the other, during the daytime, during, during Yom Kippur, he went to the mikveh. As Rashi brings in, in this parsha, he went five times during the day of Yom Kippur to the mikveh. Where did he go to the mikveh? The Mishnah Yuma tells us that he was travel in Beis Aparvo. On the rooftop of a chamber, on the edge of the Azorah, there were different chambers, and one of the chambers was called Beis Aparvo. And on the rooftop of that Beis Aparvo, there was a mikveh. And that's where the Kohen Gadol went to the mikveh, to travel during Yom Kippur. But the Gemara in Yuma discusses what the name Beis Aparvo, where it comes from. So there's different interpretations in the Meforosha Mishnah, but the Gemara gives one pshat that Parva is the name of a person. It's the name of the person who actually built that specific chamber. And the Gemara says, it tells us a little bit about the person, his story. He was a sorcerer, Amgusha. He was a sorcerer. Now there's a beautiful podcast from Rabbi David Dubov from Shliach in Princeton, uh, where he cites, you know, he, every week he posts a vote from Rablevik, the Rebbe's father. And the Rebbe's father on this Gemorim asks a very simple question that all the Mephoshim are asking. How come that a mikveh, which the Kohen Godel was traveling in, was named after a sorcerer, which is a David Tomei, a Jew who does this, is Evren Averim. Now, obviously, this guy was a Jew because non-Jews weren't allowed to build any part of the base of Migdash or any part of Yerushalayim even. As the Russian Apostle in Ezra, Ezra told the, 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 the non-Jews that lived in Eretz Hall that they, have, they can't have any part in building base of Migdash. So this Mr. Parva must have been a Jew, as the Mephoshim say. But he happened to be a Jew who engaged in a real serious uh, severe Isser, the Isser of sorcery. And he built the Beis Apava. As some of Hashem say, he built the Beis Apava because it took very special skills to build that particular chamber. Because to get water to go up on the rooftop from a well and to draw it all the way up to, a, to make a mikvah on a rooftop takes a lot of skill. But how do you... Your name, besides the fact that you named the chamber after this guy who was a Russia you also make sure that the Kohen Gadol, on Yom Kippur, the holiest day of the year, when he goes into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, Shep Toivul Davkin in a mikveh that is named after a Jew is a sorcerer. And Reblevi goes into a long discussion that the whole Ian of Yom Kippur is the idea of transformation of utter evil into, into Kedusha, into Zachias.
As it says, Chassidus in many places that the light that shines in Yom Kippur, Yom, is so powerful that it can transform even evil into good. Not only can it neutralize evil, but it makes actually evil itself shine. It brings out the depth of a lacus that lurks inside even the lowest and deepest annals of evil. That's why Chassidus says that the main avoid of Yom Kippur is Kteris. Kteris was incense. First of all, the sense of smell is a very lofty smell, a lofty sense. The Gemara calls it an Ishama sense. Right? It's a very deep, spiritual, soulful type of sense. But some of the ingredients in that Kteris came from a, a, um, an element, a piece, from a non-kosher animal. So here we have treif, shalosh klipas at meis, incorporated in the kteris that was offered in the Kodesh HaKadoshim. The whole idea of Yom Kippur is that the etzim day has, contains within it such a powerful light, it can transform evil itself into good. And that says Reb Levik, I'm saying it's in short, but there's more arichas in there. You can listen to that podcast. That the idea of the of the avoid of Yom Kippur of, Rosh, of the of the Kohen Gadol was exactly that to transform even something which is so completely adverse to kedusha and turn that into um, uh, an accessory to kedusha. That's why he tabled Davke in a mikveh that was made by a sorcerer. The truth is that this explanation explains why the Kohen Gadol would table in such a mikveh on Yom Kippur. It's the idea of transforming evil into good. But why did they, to begin with, allow a Jew who is a chayta and avera bal avera, and you're supporting him? Mechazik de mesayed vera yedei avera. You mechazik yedei avera. People that do avera, so you give them strength. You give them, you let them build a part of the Beis Hamikdash, and then name the, the that chamber after him who was a Russia, a known Russia. So that's. A question that is addressed by many Mephoshim. But the Meiri says a remarkable thing which really um, makes the Reblevik's answer and explanation more, more interesting and more um, beautiful. He says like this that this sorcerer was in the past a sorcerer, but he did shuva. And after he did shuva, because he was blessed with this unique skill of building that special chamber that required unique skills for drawing water upwards. So they led him as a Balchuva, they led him build the base of And they named it after him. And Dafke the Kohen Gadol, Dafke went into his mikveh and tevelt. Because the, the power of Tshuva demonstrates the power of Yom Kippur to transform even evil into good. That from evil you can build a base amigdash. From an evil past, you can transform that past into a means to build a base amigdash.